Well, I think, you know, specifically just, you know, kind of what I was saying, because it is, I do talk about movies that I do think as, uh, as underrated, I do kind of walk out of a movie and try and see like the bright side to mm-hmm. a movie um, rather than just kind of like, you know, tearing it down and being like, okay, well, I didn't like this and this and this. I kind of like, well, you know, the movie didn't work, but like this was interesting and, you know, you know, X was okay. Like, Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Converse Station. I'm Brandon T. McClure, your host through uh, this journey through fandom with your favorite podcasters. Today, I'm talking to Derek McDuff of the Underrated Podcast. Now, that's not to say his podcast is underrated. His podcast title is underrated. Sorry if that made if I made that even more confusing. I just want to say up top, because I don't know how many people listen to the end of the episode, but if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, please get in touch with me at fakenerdguys at gmail.com. The link to that email is down below in the description. Everything else is down below in the description as well, where you can find all of my other podcast uh, stuff, and of course, where you can find Derek, um, his podcast, his writings, his uh, everything. I should have found everything and put it down there, so click around, see what you want to follow. He was a really fun guy to talk to. His podcast deals a lot with um, underrated movies, movies that he thinks are underrated, um, which I'll let him get into in the main episode, uh, so I won't go too much into here. I meant to bring this up last week, but this is actually the second guy I'm talking to from a group that I'm in. Um, We're called the Podmates M8. Um, we are a group of people who are fans of a podcast called the weekly planet or other podcasts within the planet broadcasting network. And we've connected through a Facebook group, much like most people who have podcasts have connected through, but this is a group that I, uh, sent out a, a, a mass email to, and a bunch of cool people talked to. Um, so this is kind of the second one, uh, last week, Michael Tanner, was the first. So this is the second one on the tour, what I'm calling the Podmates tour. We should get a little carried away in this episode and talk a lot about underrated films, films that we think are underrated. Um, he was a really cool guy to talk to. I really enjoyed this conversation. This is also where I've came up with the term every nerd. I tried to play it off as something that I had not come up with before. Uh, you'll actually hear it in another episode coming up, but um, I really like that term. Uh, shirt coming soon, I hope. All right, that's enough of me yabbling. So without further ado, here is Derek McDuff from the Underrated Podcast. Okay, I am here with Derek McDuff of the podcast Underrated. Thank you for coming on, sir. Thank you for having me. Um, I want to want to let the audience know about your podcast. So why don't you just tell everyone what your podcast is right up top, so, and we'll get started. Yeah. So um, my podcast, me and a few friends, we. It's a, movie, a film podcast, so uh, every, we do it bi-weekly. So every other week, we'll talk about a movie that we think is either underrated or underappreciated or, you know, something that's slipped under the radar that we, you know, think maybe more people should know about or that just people missed. It underperformed the box office. Critics hated it for whatever reason, and we really think it doesn't didn't deserve the rap it gets, so we kind of talk about movies like that. John Carter. Dude, that is honestly one we we almost just talked about. We did this whole series about yeah, we did just did this whole series we called Big Swings about like 
those kind of movies like John Carter and Valerian and like those big budget like movies that always just like crash and burn to the box office. And yeah. we almost covered John Carter. We did that we did um, we did uh, Tomorrowland. We did um, oh. Gods of Egypt, and we did uh, one other. I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, just like all those kind of movies like Wachowskis do always do them like Jupiter Ascending and shit like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, yeah I, I loved I love John Carter. I also really liked Valerian and um, Tomorrowland. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I have not seen Gods of Egypt. It's it's kind of a train wreck, but it's a fun train wreck. Okay. Well, anyway, so we're here to talk about um, basically your fandoms. So I want to real quickly just uh, ask you point blank: What fandoms are you a part of? I mean, of course, you know, like film. I'm a really big uh, film fan. Um, you know, with you know doing the uh, podcast and everything. Um, but you know, I'm I'm just kind of into all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, I you know don't play video games as much as I used to. Um, but I was a really big gamer back in the day. Um, you know, a couple people called actually would call me gamer as a nickname in high school. Mm. Um, but you know, I watch, you know, in kind of related to film, a lot of TV. So I'm in a lot of the different TV fandoms, you know, like, you know, Legend of Korra and, you know, stuff like that, all the, all the Avatar stuff I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's, you know, uh, a lot of just kind of like the, you know, nerdy sci-fi stuff, you know, all whatever like if it's a, you know a nerdy show or the nerdy fandom i probably watched it i haven't seen the expanse yet that's on my list but you know mine too yeah you know i I always love stuff like I, I need to read the books but lord of the rings you know mm. um yeah but probably the main one that like i am just kind of the most like uh into is uh just film i think okay uh you're you're what i like to call an every nerd <laughs> there you go um i don't i've never said that before uh, i'm going to start coining that ever, from now on i'm actually <laughs> gonna write that down because i think i can make a short out of that um all right. well, i'm honored to be the first all right uh anyway so basically what i like to do is i like to ask these broad questions about about people's fandoms and then kind of hone in on that um so mm-hmm. before you started your podcast um what how did you interact with fandom prior so like you're we we little Derek at school talking to your friends like how did you interact with your fandoms uh, prior to the internet prior to podcasts things like that you know well me and my the people who I actually do the podcast with um, you know we we all uh, met at, we used to work together um, a couple of us still do um, just at our day jobs um, at Barnes and Noble and you know we always go out and see movies together like not this past year but you know that's what we've always done we've kind of just gone and afterwards we'd always just like for like hours just talk about the movies afterwards like what do we think about you know this or, you know like oh what do we think is going to happen we just we would you know for example we just got out of like say age of ultron we're like oh cool well what do you think about this new vision guy and this new one chick and like whatever we just talk and talk and talk about you know the characters are introduced and the themes and and you know we were kind of just basically having a discussion that we would have on our podcast but just you know just in the real world um and you know that's kind of something i've always done with not just these guys but everybody whenever i would watch a movie you know growing up you know i can remember like you know one of my earliest film going memories is watching jurassic park 3 and being mm. like you know i didn't i don't know if I, like i was like 11 years old and i was like oh you know i don't really know if that one was lived up to like the first two and just like talking to my dad a- afterwards and like about you know the movie so i've always really love talking about movies um you know and same with tv like i i should mention you know that my biggest tv fandom is lost i'm 
really, really and just all Damon Lindelof stuff. Like I love the leftovers and Watchmen, of course. Um, and so I, you know, that comes a lot of like theorizing and wondering about the symbolism and what was the philosophy and all of this. So yeah, I've always just loved talking with people about the things and what might come next. Usually, you know, I a lot more in the real world. Like I've never been the kind of guy who goes on message boards and stuff. I will just kind of like, you know, just talk to my friends about what do you think is going to happen next week on this show? Or, you know, what do you think is going to happen in the next movie? Um, and that's kind of how the podcast kind of naturally evolved from that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, I think you also listen to the Weekly Planet podcast. That's how oh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've connected yeah. through our groups there. Yeah. I'm actually getting a yeah. lot of people from there. Um, we... <laughs> You know how he also always talks about how Godzilla 1998 was the first film that he knew could be bad. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. That's kind of like my Jurassic Park three experience. Yeah. Um, I had that experience with Dragonheart two. Oh, okay, all right. I have not seen either of the Dragonhearts, but yeah, I guess that that makes sense. Dragonheart one is a legit masterpiece. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, and I could have nostalgia glasses on there for that one. I'll mm. be, I'll admit, Dragonheart two is garbage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's that's uh, Sean Connery. It's like oh, it's a it's a dragon. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's Sean Connery, Dennis Quaid. Um, All right. Yeah. yeah. Pete Possilwaite, I think is Possilwaite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a pretty fun movie. All right. Anyway, we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. Um. So after. So how long have you been doing the podcast? We started in um, April of 2018. So we're yeah coming up on about two years now. Okay. Um, yeah. Congratulations. Or no, sorry, 2019 we started. Um, so yeah, we've been doing it for two years. Congratulations. Just, just no, thank you. Yeah. Um, now, when you started the podcast, I'm sure you noticed people started listening to what you had to say. People had to, people started engaging with you that you never would have met before. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how how did that feel? Uh, it's it's honestly it's pretty cool, you know, just to be like um, like okay. Like, there's this movie that I really love, you know, like, there's, like, something like we talked about a little while ago, a um, movie like Light Crazy. Have you ever seen Light Crazy? No. Uh, okay, they talk, um, speaking of Weekly, uh, he, um, James talked about it on his less successful podcast. Um, he, he's talking about it suggestible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's kind of like this really, it's like an indie rom-com. It's got Anton Yelchin and Felicity Jones and Jennifer Lawrence in the supporting role. Oh, my um, God, that's the one that's improv uh yeah 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 oh like, my god that's little... garbage <laughs> what no. no i hated it i hated oh. it oh well, i hated anyway. it so much i erased it from my mind <laughs> but what i was gonna say is that, you know i i love this movie and like it was and i loved hearing people be like oh i would have never checked this out if it wasn't for you t- suggesting it <laughs> but oh my god sorry i just had a flashback <laughs> of watching that movie i watched it like a couple weeks ago Man. i mean I know a lot of people who are, it's not mumblecore, but like, it's kind of in that same category. And I, I know, so I know a lot of people who, who can't really stomach the, the non-comedic improv style. So I, I, I understand where you're coming from. Oh, even, man. even if, you know. I, <laughs> I I'm not going to blow the wind out of your sails. I'm an opponent of, uh, a proponent of, you know, uh, not, not bashing on someone's love of a thing. Uh, well, that's that's like one of my big things that I'd love to do about underrated is like every movie is somebody's favorite movie. Like I stole that from um, movies with Mikey, um, yeah, this YouTuber yeah. I like a lot. But um, you know everybody like you know like there's movies out there that like 
you know, one of the, the Christmas movie we did was this um, made-for-TV movie. Like, it's one of those really bad ABC, really cheesy. I shouldn't say bad because uh, that's the whole point of making ABC family movie called Snow with Tom Cavanaugh and, like, my you know what I'm talking loves, about? My girlfriend loves that Oh, movie. yeah, yeah. So, um, what, <laughs> the, so, so uh, my friend Ariel, who does a podcast with me, it was her pick. And me and the other guy who did it, like, we did, could not stand that movie, like, <laughs> at all. But, like, we're like, you know what? She loves this movie. This is her favorite Christmas movie, you know? And every, you know, like, somebody's favorite movie is Jonah Hex out there, you know? So I'm not going to, like, you know, talk shit on, like, the whole point of the, the, me doing the podcast is, like, yeah, this there's things to love in all of these movies, and there's things to appreciate. And somebody out there loves this movie, so I... I'm never trying to be too hard on it, you know? Right. Yeah, that, I think that's important. So when you started the podcast, you started getting a lot of people, How did that change your views on, on your fandoms? Like, you're now you're now coming out of Avengers Infinity War instead of Age of Ultron, and you're seeing 100-plus people being like, this is garbage, or 100-plus people saying, this is amazing. Like, does that, now that you've been kind of plugged into all of that uh, discourse, has, how has that changed your perception? Well, I think, you know, specifically just, you know, kind of what I was saying, because it is, I do talk about movies that I do think as, uh, as, as underrated, I do kind of walk out of a movie and try and see like the bright side to mm -hmm. a movie um, rather than just kind of like, you know, tearing it down and being like, okay, well, I didn't like this and this and this. I kind of like, well, you know, the movie didn't work, but like this was interesting and, you know, you know, X was okay. Like, you know, like, for example, like, Alien Covenant is a movie I really, really didn't like. Oh, and that was, <laughs> that was a movie I saw, you know, before I started the fan, uh, before I started the podcast. And, um, you know, but, like, if I'm sure if I, like, went back and rewatched something like that now, like, because there were, like, legitimately, like, really great moments in that movie. But, like, like, I really, like, overall could not stand it. So I'm like, you know, I think that if I had watched that movie in a different context, I would maybe be like, okay, like, let me, you know, talk about this aspect and this aspect. Um, I'm, I'm just, I think it's maybe kind of just more positive and accepting of movies as uh, with the caveat of, unless they're a movie that I feel like is kind of detrimental to film or like introduces something negative, like, I don't know, like something, I'm trying to think of a movie that is just like bad, for, like anything UA Bowl has done, you know, um, like I think I'm like fuck that shit because you know those are just garbage movies that don't add anything to cinema, um, and they're just they're just product. They don't they're not art at all. Um, those would be the one time I would probably be, you know, just outright negative to a film with and not give it any. You know, I think I think there would be a lot of people who would actually disagree with that with the the Uwe Boll uh, putting out product. For example, I think a lot of people look at the Marvel movies as products, mm -hmm. not art. Whereas people like he's. Uwe Boll is putting out shit he he wants to see like that's it's it's oh, someone's yeah. art. Well, okay, there is. I think that you have a point because there's. Um, I think the movies he just kind of has done later on in his career, like for him, are. Mm -hmm. But then when he does like, you know, Blood Rain or whatever, um, like there, because I've read quotes about him, he's just like, I don't play video games. It's just a way to get an audience. Like yeah. all his like kind of video game adaptations seem to just be like, yeah, this is just you know me making this so i can get some money and you know maybe use that money to make his passion projects which are probably also bad but you know good for him 
I had Dave Bautista in the third in the name of the King movie or whatever it was. <laughs> what a wild franchise. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about Uwe Boll. <laughs> um, you talked. You said about um, you know you you there are movies that don't uh, add to cinema. Uh, can you elaborate on what you mean by that? Uh, I just I think you know like kind of what you're talking about. Like I don't see it this way, but like you know how you think. A lot of people see Marvel movies as kind of being product, um, whereas I think, especially some of the recent ones, you know, are really, you know, like ones that are directed by, you know, um, Taika Waititi and sure. like, you know, actual kind of people who, you know, are making actual cinema. Um, but I don't know, then when you have just the movies that are just like, I, I'm trying to think of a good example, but nothing comes to mind uh, that are just kind of like, you know, they're they're obviously there just to you know, be like, okay, this, maybe something like the dark universe, like, where they're like, okay, like, what's popular, a cinematic universe, we're gonna, like, put the cart in front of the horse, we're gonna, like, announce all these actors and have this poster for before a single movie has been made, and it's just gonna be this big thing, and it's like, you're, you're missing the point of what made Marvel good. Marvel isn't good because it's a cinematic universe, that is cool, but, like, they made Iron Man, then Iron Man was successful, and then they, like, branched it out, it wasn't, like, we're just going to make them, we're going to be printing money right off the bat. Um, something I would kind of compare it to with uh, TV um, is uh, like, you know, I had mentioned that I'm a really big fan of Lost and you don't see it as much anymore, but for a while there was a lot of like Lost imitators, um, which were like, because Lost like later on got really weird and like trippy, but like its first two seasons are, you know, relatively grounded and it doesn't get like crazy till later on, but then you know, you have, like, shows like The Event. It's all about the big thing. Um, you know, there was a, you know, like, Heroes Season 1 was good, but after that, it was just, like, you know, what was that pretty... Show? Was that show Flash Forward with John Cho? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Flash Forward. There was, because, like, they even took, like, one of the, you know, thing, like, Lost does Flash Forwards on something. Like, oh, yeah. And there's, I think I saw something for um, another, like, one of those kind of The Event Flash Forward shows recently, and Forty-four hundred, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Where it's just they're just kind of missing the point of what they're just kind of imitate what was popular and not really like capturing any of the soul or core of it. And I would never say that about like even though I like you know once again I said I didn't really like the film Alien Covenant. I'm like I see what you were going for, Ridley Scott. You're trying <laughs> to like be like okay, there's these deeper interesting themes. You totally missed on it. But, you know, A for effort, I guess, you know, like I'm, I'm, I appreciate that, you know, I would want, I would love a movie that's a failure any day of the week um, where it's like trying something rather than a movie that's just like big and garbage, you know. It's what you were talking about before with your show, you know, movies that take a big swing, like Alien Covenant is a mess, but it's a big swing. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of why, you know, I did that, we did that whole series on talking about all those big swings because, I, I love those kind of movies. You can really see the directors and the writers and everybody puts so much into it. It's all just there on the screen. And, you know, everybody was so, like a lot of those movies are just like, they're so earnest. And, you know, I just recently, cause I've been walk, working my way through a lot of old stuff on Disney plus I rewatched return to Oz, which I hadn't seen since I was like a real little kid. And that is just such a big, weird movie and it's so much fun and it failed in the box office and i can definitely see why like it's i don't know if it's good by traditional standards but i'm like i 
there was some real passion put into this and i will take that any day over you know you know like joss whedon's version of justice league like i'm, I'm not one of those like snyder cut guys or anything but like like oh man like i don't even know what was happening in that like justice league movie it was like it was just clearly like you know we need to finish this movie quickly and under budget and like let's go I don't, think, like I don't think Warner Brothers said 300 million is going to be under budget. <laughs> <laughs> that movie now costs 370 million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So well done, Warner Brothers. Anyway, yeah. Well, <laughs> Joss Whedon, the most of that was Zack Snyder. Joss Whedon only spent a couple bucks on like a pickup truck and a Russian family or whatever. Uh, like fucking, didn't he say like an hour of that movie is Joss Whedon's? And the yeah. movie's almost under two hours. Yeah, so I I don't even know. I it's I'm and really interested to see like I would be interested more to see the Snyder cut to just to see like what actually was Snyder and what was Wheaton, you know? Like Yeah, I'm I'm a hard against Zack Snyder as a filmmaker, so I'm not gonna watch it. See I, I I'm not saying actually, four hours. <laughs> yeah, no. I it's funny because I like tend to enjoy his movies, but I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> like I think he's a garbage person who he's got like all these bullshit like Rand and Ayn Rand philosophies and like but then like you know what I really like Dawn of the Dead 2004 yeah. you know you um, know but that's what we're talking about you know the big swings like you appreciate those big swings and for yeah. Zack Snyder's faults he does take big swings yeah, yeah I've no, always, definitely I've always kind of admired that about him yeah he's someone who really believes in his work and what he does um yeah and you know it can be a little bit much at sometimes because he kind of thinks he is the greatest, but you know, I do appreciate that he's, you know, has his convictions that he wants to stand by. But going back to what you were talking about, like every, like all these, every movie is somebody's favorite. Like, you know, he has a following people. We've seen it with the Snyder cut uh, yeah. following, like he, people have connected to his films and that's, that's pretty cool. Honestly, the fact that people can yeah. find meaning in those films where you and I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah there's there's you know every movie somebody's gonna be like you know what? i really like this you know um i, I mean i i like his movie sucker punch ironically like uh or interestingly um even though like i get why people don't but i'm like i liked that film i, I thought it was interesting um i, I it's something i haven't rewatched in years so i don't know if it would hold up but yeah yeah i uh i recently rewatched justice league the 2017 2017- cut with my girlfriend and i actually really enjoyed it it's a fun movie when you yeah. when you get past ben affleck's fluctuating weight and and aquaman's fluctuating eye color it's uh it's it's kind of just fun i i watched it i've only seen it once and i was really drunk and i did enjoy that like i was it was a good drunk Imagine. watch for sure <laughs> um my man <laughs> But that's what I like about uh, Aquaman. You know, we talk about these big swing movies. Like, I love Aquaman because that's a big swing movie, much like a Tomorrowland, much like a Valerian, that made a billion dollars. Yeah, and well, I think because that is one we kind of like talked about when we were talking about big swings, because it it is really kind of one of those movies. Um, the distinction that I made when I was like, okay, we're just going to talk about these movies is um, the ones we talked about were ones that were not part of a franchise and. The reason I made that distinction is because ones those big swing movies like that that are part of a franchise they all pretty much always succeed at the box office where ones that are like your John Carter's your Tomorrowlands that are just kind of like the new their own thing yeah 
they they tank. But then, you know, if you're making Pirates of the Caribbean 2 and 3, and it's a sequel to one of the most successful movies ever made, yeah, fucking, like, have Bill Nye with, a, like, an octopus face and, like, you know, crazy, like, you know, crazy whirlwinds and a giant lady and, like, and a, a brethren court and all this insane world building, you know, like, throw all that in there because it's a safe bet, you know, it's a sequel, it's going to make money, you know? Yeah. And I think, because I, I crunched the numbers and the movie like that, that was a sequel that made the least amount of money was Tron Legacy, which was about on par with the one that wasn't a sequel that made the most amount of money, which was Pacific Rim. They're about, mm. they're pretty close in terms of both box office and um, uh, production costs. Tron Legacy was 2011? Yeah, yeah. And Pacific Rim was 2013. Yes, yes. Yeah, inflation would be about the same. Yeah, so they, wow. it's it's pretty close with those yeah. movies about how much they you know grossed overall and how much you know they cost and everything. I, I love Pacific Rim. I'm a huge Pacific Rim apologist. So fucking good, man. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, anyway, um, I think one of the things that is interesting about um, about doing a podcast, especially something that you're passionate about, is that you can start to feel burnt out of that thing. Um, has that ever happened to you? Have you ever kind of felt burnt out of, uh, of doing your podcast or watching so many movies or, you know, you just, you watched four shit movies in a row and you're just like, I don't want to watch another movie again. <laughs> well, I think I, I specifically try to avoid that because I try to intentionally like, like I'd want to talk about different kinds of movies on the podcast. Like that's why mm -hmm. we did our big swing series and like that was so much fun because those were all so different than a lot of stuff we talked about. But then as soon as it ended, we talked about um, the next two movies we talked about were This Is Where I Leave You and Battle of the Sexes, you know, which are, you know, very, very different. Than, they're, you know, much more kind of like human low key, just kind of like real stories. Um, and so I think that because, you know, and I, I watch a million movies not for the podcast, too. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like you know either usually i'm either like if i have a day off and i'm just gonna relax i'm gonna throw on a movie um or a tv show or something um but i think it's because we are able to kind of uh while underrated like we do specific because we're just talking about underrated movies it is a what you can there's so many things that you could consider underrated that it keeps it from getting too stale right uh, do you have any like comfort movies that you're just like this is um, this is the movie that I'm going to use to unwind? For for example, if I may, um, mm. I my girlfriend got me into Gilmore Girls, the TV series. Gilmore I Girls. love Gilmore Girls, dude. Me too. So for, <laughs> for my podcast, and I've got uh, currently on air, I think five shows. This will be the sixth one. Um, we have we watch TV shows for the podcast. We watch movies for the podcast and we watch tons of movies and tons of shows or I, I do because I don't have a job anymore. But, um, but then like Gilmore girls is the one that we just put on when I just, I don't want to do anything about podcasts. I don't want to think about the podcast. I just want to sit here and veg out and watch Gilmore girls. Is there a movie or a TV show like that for you? I feel like I've always got like a background show going. And um, so there, it's not necessarily like a specific one, but, you know, like, I'll, you know, like, right now, um, like, it'll be something that I've seen before, usually when I just want to, like, a TV show or um, a movie that I'm, like, you know, reworking through, like, I'm, uh, 
right now I think I have uh, like I'm going through like Brooklyn Nine Nine again, um, which I've seen. Great you know, I've seen all the really yeah, but you know like those or like a one when I was younger I used to watch Super Bad a lot. That was kind of just like my throw it on in the background movie. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings is another one that I you know since the, especially since they're so long I'll just throw on the extended editions and it's nice to just kind of have that going on in the background while I'm you know I'm because I'm because I do my podcast but I'm uh, also do some writing too and so that's usually good I'll have my laptop out and just kind of like that um just my you know tv on I'm kind of half paying attention to it mm-hmm. but yeah I mean it's always kind of changing for me um so I don't know if there's a go-to um it's interesting because I'm, I'm kind of like circling back on some stuff like one of my favorite movies that was always kind of like my go-to throw it on in the background was eternal sunshine and the spotless mind when i was in college oh like light, light, light watching then yeah <laughs> yeah it'll easy going charlie kaufman uh but i you know uh because it's so visually like interesting and you kind of like even if you're not like necessarily paying attention to what everyone's saying there's it's you know there's always kind of like you know it'll catch your eye um and i hadn't watched it in probably like six years and so i sat down and actually like watched it and paid attention i was like god this is a good movie like i had missed watching this um but yeah uh i i mean pacific rim was actually one for a little while that i would just throw on a lot um me and my brother um when we were living together for a little bit um we i was kind of like our go-to movie where we just wanted to like chill out like all right what do you want to do tonight want to you want to hop in jaeger let's go Did you, um, this is going to date the episode, but uh, when we recorded this episode, but this past weekend, Pacific Rim, the Black dropped on Netflix. Have you checked that out yet? No, wait, what is this? You haven't heard of this? It's the anime. No. Oh, okay. 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 I, okay. I, I've heard, I, I didn't know the time. Well, I, I do need to probably watch it. I think I heard it mentioned on Weekly Planet, but. Yeah, this yeah. is it's the it's the anime because um, Del Toro, when he first made Pacific Rim, when he was in charge of the franchise, um he was going to develop an anime set before the first film mm-hmm. uh, at the same time that he was developing a sequel but that stalled and then we got uprising mm-hmm. um which destroyed everything um so uh the new anime is on netflix by polygon it's actually spectacular just finished it okay i need to i need to check it out then um because yeah i i you know love the first pacific rim i don't even hate the second pacific rim it's kind Not of either. nothing yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, that exists. Yeah, and I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. But yeah. I, I, I definitely don't hate it. My friends, my co-hosts, love the Pacific Rim Uprising about as much as the first one. It's like, you know, it's just, it's just missing, it's just missing that thing that made me love the first film. Yeah, yeah, it's, it doesn't have that little magic, you know. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's, it's, yeah, almost like impossible to describe. But yeah. it, re- it really know. is. It was a pain in the ass to review that movie when we did it <laughs> on the show because I was just like, it's just. It's just missing that je ne sais quoi. <laughs> there's there's some movies that it's just like they it's they're perfect for the time like they, they you can't recreate yeah. the circumstances that created it was just right place right time I think Lord of the Rings is one of those which is part of the reason why I think the Hobbit movies are the way they are because mm. um, they just like everything worked out for the Lord of the Rings um, Pacific Rim obviously I think the first Pirates of the Caribbean actually too um, is kind of like that because while I think that this the second and the third are interesting big swings. Um, I, and they're kind of like enjoyable from that aspect. I don't think they're necessarily as, as good movies or definitely not as good movies, but they're kind of just like fun, fun popcorn, big swings to watch. Whereas like the first Pirates of the Caribbean is like legitimately like one of my 
favorite movies, like definitely of the 2000s. Right. Yeah, that that's a great movie. I I love the third one. I really like the third the one. The third one is good. Uh, you know, that's you know, honestly, I think Pirates is is that and Princess Bride are kind of are maybe my top two. Just like throw it on whenever movies. I will watch yeah. fucking Pirates over and over again. Yeah, that's that's an excellent movie. Um, all right, but let's move on to the next thing. Um, the uh, one of the things that I find is uh, interesting is that uh, after you've been doing it for a little while, especially like you kind of start to seek out echo chambers. Mm. because you ha- you know you had an echo chamber when you were a kid growing up and you're loving the thing like you just talked about you come out of age of ultron you got your friend group and you're talking to them and that's your that's your echo chamber it's this guy has the same thoughts as me and you know and the, and, and so you kind of just bounce off each other and you just kind of like that was cool yeah that was cool yeah that was cool do you think that uh now especially in a podcast that you uh when you branch out into the larger fandom world uh, that you kind of want to search out for another echo chamber to make sure that you're not getting beaten down by people being like, no, you're wrong. I mean, yeah, definitely because, I mean, especially with, you know, the subject of our, you know, podcast being these are movies we think are underrated. A lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, um, while we'll be like, okay, like this is a movie we're talking about. And it's just like, well, you're like, oh, this movie is garbage. Like, what are you even talking about? You know? So, and I'm not necessarily that I'm like looking for just like, you know, people to feed me back my own opinion, but it is nice when it's just like, oh, this is a movie that is like a movie that I like love that not a lot of people know about. And then when you hear somebody just like, oh yeah, like that is great. Then it's like, okay, that is, is very honestly very fulfilling. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a big, I love Age of Ultron. It's my favorite Avengers movie. Um, it's so underrated. Honestly, we're we're probably going to cover it at some point. I yeah, I think the, like Avengers: The Ultron and The Incredible Hulk are the two movies where I always just like I will defend them. I think they are mm-hmm. good movies in the MCU, and people are always like, "No, they're bad." Uh, but um, that's me for Thor: The Dark Thor. You like Thor: The Dark World? I love I love Thor: The Dark World. Wow. Okay. I well, love that movie. All right. Well, there's always everyone's <laughs> everything. Every movie is someone's favorite, right? Yeah um no 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 judgment i'm a judgment free free zone um are you on social media like heavily uh yeah so um so yeah for our podcast uh we are called the undercast company um so we're on instagram and facebook and twitter um and then you know i have my own stuff you know uh on my instagram is uh derek's photos i don't know if you're asking me to like drop all my sorry I meant to. I meant to uh, more specifically, like, do you interact with people on social media on a regular basis? Are you just always on Twitter looking for people to talk to, or Facebook, like, on our on our threads that we're we're a part of? I mean, I kind of like peruse it a little bit. I'm not like super active in that. One of the things mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm on probably Reddit the most, to be honest. Um, and uh, yeah, just because you know, like, I'll I'll go on like the underrated movies Reddit and just kind of like like look for people who are like talking about it. I'm like, okay, well, like, what do you, like, what do you guys think about this underrated movie are like looking, always looking for suggestions and stuff like that. And I don't know. Yeah. I'm probably read it, I think. And then, you know, I am on the, the Facebook group a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of like memes a lot on Instagram. Sure. So you, so you don't really like see a lot of like, for example, um, one division just finished to mm-hmm. again, date when we recorded this podcast. Yeah. Um, 
uh, and there's a bunch of people on Instagram and Facebook talking about the ending of WandaVision and, and all these things and the MCU in general. But you're, you're, you kind of stay away from that discourse, really, that kind of like, not specifically WandaVision, but like fandom discourse in general. Uh, not, I would, I, I, yeah, not like, yeah, I don't really talk to like other like people, like sometimes I'll in the, like the group, the Facebook group that, um, we're both in the, the planet broadcasting great mates group. Mm -hmm. I, that's about it. Otherwise it's just kind of like talk to me and my friends. Um, I've actually, because I, I don't know about you, but I couldn't get my WandaVision, I couldn't get WandaVision to play last night. And I was like up, like, cause I was writing all night. I just kept refreshing and refreshing it to like 4.30 in the morning. Really? Never worked. Yeah, because you know I was up super late because I had a assignment, like a project due for some my freelancing that I've been doing. So I was like, all right, I just gotta knock this out, and I'll just keep. And I just was like, okay, like hitting refresh, and I turned on a different show, and then I came back and still wasn't working. Went to sleep, woke up, you know, like you know this morning still didn't work. Um, so I've just been avoiding like going on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that just to like just not get spoiled by anything. So like honestly, after we record, I'm probably just gonna go straight and watch that. Well, then I probably shouldn't tell you that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's pretty much everything that I, that I, that I need from you, man. Um, I really appreciate it. You know, um, it's always hard for me to like, you know, not to get too nerdy because obviously you and I were cinephiles. We could talk about movies like all day. Yeah. But I got to stay on message. This is about <laughs> fandoms and how people talk about Right, fandom. right, right. Um, so yeah, that, that's really that's really everything. So, um, why don't you why don't you plug away? Plug everything your right. your socials. Plug your podcast. Yeah, um, sorry, I got started a little early there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, like we mentioned, um, my podcast is called Underrated. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you can find us on any of the you know the, I, your uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, however you listen to. It. We've got a YouTube channel, um, so just look up Undercast Company. Um, we do a couple other, like a little side, uh, podcast. We actually, I do one called gateway episodes just once a month where I'll basically introduce somebody to a TV show, um, by showing them an iconic or kind of interesting episode and be like, okay, is this something you'd be into? Or sometimes people show me, um, like one of my co-podcasters, Alan showed me an episode of Hannibal and I was drawn in right away. Um, but yeah, so follow us there, um, you know, or you know, wherever, uh, check us out. And if you guys, you know, liked anything I've said here, you know, I, there's a lot more of it on the internet. Okay. And then your, your socials once more for everyone. Yeah. So, uh, undercast company, um, on Instagram, um, under, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, and then, uh, on YouTube undercast company, um, as well. Uh, your personal ones I meant. Oh, right. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, my personal. Um, so the main one that I use is uh, my Instagram, uh, Derek's Photos. Um, so it's uh, D E R I C K under uh, D A. God damn it, D E R I C K S underscore Photos, um, and that's on Instagram. And that's kind of the main one that I um, use. Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, you can just look for Derek McDuff. Derek spelled, um, you know, just. The weird way that I spell it, which is just with one R and only one E. But uh, yeah. You mentioned that you do freelance. Do you want to plug any of your like freelance work that you've done? Or sure, yeah. Um, I uh, actually wrote a. Um, uh, if you guys want to check me out, um, on on Medium, um, just Derek McDuff on Medium. I haven't don't have a ton of stuff up there right now. Um, but I did actually write a kind of article to go along with the big swing movies. Um, 
if you guys ever listen to top 10 lists on Watch Mojo, um, you've probably heard a couple of them, ones that I've written. Um, but yeah, those are probably, you know, the biggest places you guys will find me. Awesome. All right, man. Well, I, uh, my, my future self will probably play us out, but thank you so much. This was great. All right. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. All right. Once again, that was Derek McDuff from the Underrated Podcast. Thank you so much, man. That was really great of you to come on the show and talk about your fandom and talk about your podcast. Um, I really hope you guys, the listeners, uh, enjoyed that conversation. I really enjoyed talking to him, and he sounded like he had a good time. So, you know, as always, I can't thank everyone for listening enough. Um, the reception to this podcast has been pretty great. I'm really impressed, and uh, you know, just thank you. It really, it really warms my heart that that people are really interested in talking about this. This is kind of a passion project for me. Um, I'm, as I'm going through my own fandom journey, uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a play by play of my own uh, journey that I'm going through that I'm kind of taking you guys on. Once again, you can find everything Derek McDuff down below in the description. Um, definitely check out all that stuff. Follow him on Twitters and Instagrams, and his, follow his writings, follow his podcast. He's a cool guy. And of course, you can follow me. I've got everything that you can find me linked below. You can find our podcast, the Fickner Podcast. Uh, Fickner's Watch, Fickner's Book Club, Basement Arcade, Basement Arcade Pause Menu. Um, all of that is linked below through our website, our YouTube page, all sorts of things. Uh, and, if you li- and if you'd like to be a part of the show, you know, email me at fakenerguys at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys if you have a geek podcast. I'd really want to get more people on. Um, so let's get this going, guys. Just real quick note on the uh, other shows that I do. We did just finish talking about Falcon and the Witcher Soldier on our Fake Nerds Watch series. And the Fake Nerd Podcast is coming up doing Jupiter's Legacy, comparing the comic book to the show on Netflix coming out. And we just did a review of Mitchell's versus the Machines. And I think that's everything. So I'll get out of your hair. And until next Thursday, guys, stay true to the fans and you.